Hello, we've saved you a seat. Welcome to episode 17 of Train Station and 8, a video game podcast where we just talk about music. Today we're going to be talking about Mario Kart, and joining me for that today is my brother, Steven. Hello, Steven. Hi, it's me again. I'm sure you're uh, tired of my introduction, so let's move on to the more interesting person in the room. Yes, I'm also tired of saying today, which I'm apparently going to say a lot. Uh, also joining me today is Christophe Blondel. Hello, Christophe. How are you doing? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you are a remixer and composer of video game music, right? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That, that absolutely is cool, and it gives you great credentials to be on the show. That, yeah, that's um, a really good point. Um, but the reason that I actually was the one who extended an invite to Christoph for the specific show mm-hmm. is I heard one of his Mario Kart remixes, which was just glorious. And so I typed up a little email and said, will you be on the show? And he said, yes, but I don't live in your country, so can we not do it at that ungodly hour? And we're here. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so which remix was this? Oh, uh, I think yeah. it's Rainbow Road, right? Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, Rainbow Road from uh, Mario Kart Seven. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is that is really rad. So, like, what what got you to remix that song? Oh, um, uh, to tell the tr- to tell you the truth, I never played the the game mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart Seven. That is, I never played it. So uh, it's only after hearing um, a few songs on the from the soundtrack that I, yeah, I, I came across the Rainbow Road one. Of course, I was interested because um, every Rainbow Road theme in the Mario Kart series was, generally speaking, a great one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was I was interested in hearing the Mario Kart Seven version, even though I hadn't played the the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I heard it, I heard that it was. Um, um, pretty much a remix version of the Mario Kart 64 uh, game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite Rainbow Road uh, versions. So, um, since it has it had um, a few uh, new parts in in there, and those new parts were awesome, I uh, decided that it was the right time to uh, to remix the Rainbow Road theme. That's great. So yeah, I, I, think- I did that one. The melody and just the style of the song, I think, really fits for your musical style as well. I think it, uh, I've listened to the remix and it's, it's really good. And I'm glad you chose this one because the Rainbow Road theme from Double Dash has always had a special place in my heart because that was kind of my main Mario Kart game I played. I never really got into Mario Kart 64. Um, so this song always stuck out to me so much. So it's really cool to hear it being remixed. like I had played Mario Kart 64 just a little bit. Yeah. I might have played Rainbow Road once or twice, but it was the, the remixing community that informed me um, how good the song was. I've heard so many remixes of it. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I recognize it from various artists out there, rather than from the Nintendo 64 cartridge. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Remixes have a way of doing them, and there's some soundtracks that of games I've just never played that I've gotten really informed of how amazing the music is the only problem is remixers have a tendency to like choose the same tracks a lot so i like yes. know three tracks from these uh soundtracks uh-huh. and not the rest of the right game. like dr wiley has probably yeah <laughs> ice cap ice cap zone from sonic uh, 3 I, I think there you go because i don't know 
Always yeah, the same tracks, yeah. Actually, that's kind of an interesting question, and not specifically Mario Kart related, but mm. Christoph, when you're remixing something, um, do you like to look for more obscure things that haven't gotten much remix love over the years, or do you more go for the mainstays? Uh, well, um, well, it depends. Um, there are times when I, I'd like to do, you know, the the song that everybody did, just mm-hmm. to uh, to see how I would I would do it yeah. if uh, my version would be would be good or not, and uh, just to make something different than uh, what others did. And then there are other times when I want to look around and find some very obscure source and find some good music in in that and and remix it and and like um, uh, make more people hear it. That's exactly. cool too. Exactly, because I feel like I, if I were talented enough musically to um, remix music, I would constantly be wanting to say, oh, what if I do the flicky theme from the Genesis? And then about yeah. 15 people actually appreciate that, and everyone else is like, well, why, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Alright, so we have an eight-question format here, because um, we're train station to eight, we like to be all thematic with our numbers. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead on here to question number one, which is, what have you been listening to? Mm. Mm. Um, would, who do you want? Who should feel that, Brian? Point um, Steven, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I have been listening to Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight, and a little more Shovel Knight. <laughs> right. Oh, really? Yes, dude. <laughs> that soundtrack is good. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it's rad. I played through the game. Um, just chewed through it. Excellent game. Um, and obviously, I heard all the music going going from start to finish, um, but then I bought the soundtrack and the arranged soundtrack, which has a bunch of cool guest artists. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it's no surprise, Jake Kaufman is one of the greatest musicians of our time. Oh, we mentioned him again. Yep. He's Grant Kirkhope. We mention him in every episode. It's the truth. <laughs> um, it, I genuinely feel that this music is classic enough to stand with those old um, NES and SNES titles. Like yeah, hearing, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Hearing, like, Coda, for example, um, remix, um, which one did you do? I can't quite remember which one Coda remixed. But I, I remember listening to it and saying, this feels like I'm listening to an OC remix of DuckTales or something. It really feels like that. Um, yeah. Which is such an impressive accomplishment. Um, it's fantastic. I still need to play that game. It's on my, like, top list of things to go through because I'm yeah. not listening to the soundtrack until I play the game. So, yeah. Have you uh, uh, beaten it yet, Christoph? I guess you played it. No, no, I haven't. I'm waiting for it to um, to come out on the Nintendo eShop, and for some reason I can't see it yet. So yeah, I'm patiently oh. waiting to play it. Okay. Perhaps it's not uh, it's not out yet uh, in Europe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with the worldwide release of that game. I have it on the 3DS actually. Um, I backed the Kickstarter, so I got a, like a one day early code, which is kind of. Cool, that, that whole game was just a fun, fun experience, and the music... It, the music, like I said, it sounds classic, it sounds authentic, but it sounds very Jake Kaufman. Um, yeah. Let, let, oh, let this up. Shovel Knight. It's the highest um, praise you can give music. One of my... I think my favorite Jake arranged track is... Does he um, not do the whole soundtrack? There are a couple... Um, let me bring it up. There are a couple by um, Manami Matsumi, who... Did Mega Man One? <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. 
uh, which is her track is probably my favorite in the whole game. Oh, really? Uh, she does the Iron Whale music, which is like this. Oh, of course you have to like Iron Whale. Whales are whales. Whales are whales. There you go. Our network. Um, <laughs> it's like this this undersea uh, like metallic submarine base. Mm. Um, and it the song sounds like almost nauseatingly rolling waves. It's all ominous and excellent. Um, but my favorite Jake song, which is about as good, is for the... Um, uh, I'm trying to find it here. It's for the Lich Yard. There we go. It's like this haunted stage. And he... There's a certain, like, melody that it's just... It hits those notes. It sounds like it could, it could be straight from Mighty Switch Horse or something. It really has mm. the Jake Hoffman sound. I just love it so much. Uh, you've been listening to anything else? Mm. You're just all Shovel Knight all the time. It's <laughs> It's been a lot of Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been listening closely to the in-game music to The Sims 3. Right. Um, oh my gosh, you listen to the same things a lot. <laughs> well, no, no, no. No. The in the sim music oh, we were talking about last night. You mean like the, where they're singing in simlish? Yeah, like pop songs and hip hop songs, great. but simlish lyrics, which is just it, I just sit there. So are those real songs with simlish lyrics? Some of them are real songs. Oh, okay. I don't know if all of them are, but some of them are, and it's Brilliant. just hilarious. Right. You hear these super familiar songs, but total gibberish. Without a hitch, it's really good. Yep, um, I remember that. That's great. I guess that's kind of it, though. Like, okay, uh, everything else I talked about last week. Yeah. What about you, Christoph? Uh, well, uh, well, <laughs> it's it hap- it actually um, it actually happens that I uh, I've been also listening to uh, Shovel Knight music. <laughs> Any favorite uh, tracks I, that you can remember? I, um, I'm. S- Still uh, trying to figure out which is my favorite from the whole album, but I like a lot "Strike the Earth." Yes, the oh fourth, uh, and I like a lot the. Um, um, let's see, well, which is it? Uh, fighting with all our might, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I know what you're talking about. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah, generally, generally speaking, I, uh, I I like a lot the, the 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 most epic ones, like the one when when uh, uh, you're battling the the Black Knight, for example. Really classic, like villain theme, recurring, um, like you know, dangerous, exciting battle theme for the Black Knight. I really really enjoyed yeah. what he did with that. Um, and Brian, you the the moment you start playing the game, the first level is Strike the Earth. Um, oh, okay. It's just this rousing, um, like level one one, let's get this started kind of thing. It's, that's great. I yes. love it when. I mean, that's kind of a key feature of those old games, right? You know, Green Hill, um, yep. Mario Bros. One one, like you, that first level. I mean, not Mega Man because you got to choose your first level, but uh, they solve that problem by making every song in the game amazing. So. Uh, well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you know how these these um, very Twitch-based uh, classic-style platformers mm-hmm. need you to keep moving constantly. Just stand yeah. still is almost always a bad idea unless you're fishing. And yes, so is fishing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, you fish with a shovel? You 
buy a fishing rod, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to shatter your world. Um, <laughs> but that the music does that very, very well. It's cool. always moving. Um, it's very much a tribute to Mega Man in that, in that sense. Great. Yeah. I am super excited to try that. Yeah. How? Right. Been listening to anything else, Kristoff? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, actually, more v- video game uh, music or related things, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, another uh, game soundtrack uh, by Shannon Mason, also known as uh, Pongbo. She wrote the soundtrack to a game called uh, Grinzia. I don't know if I'm familiar uh, with this. Yeah, I think I think it's an iOS game or perhaps Android. I don't know, okay. but yeah, it's it's a mobile game and the soundtrack is um, it's a lot uh, like the, uh, what we used to hear in uh, SNES RPGs. Okay. Back in the day, like uh, Final Fantasies and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's very it's a very sweet soundtrack with uh, nice sounds and uh, beautiful harmonies. You should check that out if you like uh, I stuff will. like that. Uh, that sounds really cool. And like, is this? This is like, I guess it's iOS, so it's a pretty recent release. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's fairly recent. I I think uh, the album came out like perhaps one or two months ago. Okay, that's. Cool. I'm not sure. That's really interesting. So, do you know? Do you know much about the game itself, or are you just listen to the soundtrack? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I I um I usually don't have much time to play games, so I I select I select very carefully uh, which game I'm going to play. Yeah. And, uh, but but when it comes to soundtracks, I I can I try to take uh, to get every soundtrack uh, I can find. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah. get those game music bundles, and it's just like I have every game soundtrack and I don't know what any of these games are and I don't have time yeah. to play them. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Christoph. Are you saying something? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I was saying uh, that, that's exactly um, uh, what what happens to me every time. I yes. uh, I have a lot of, uh, of soundtracks on my hard drive and most oh, yeah. of the soundtracks I never played the games. I I just barely heard of them and that's pretty so much what's, it. What's the last game you were able to put much time into? Uh, well, Mario Kart 8. Yes! Awesome! <laughs> Perfect! For example. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, uh, we will be getting to that in just a second. So, um, as for what I've been listening to, it actually hasn't been very much video game. Well, I've been listening to just whatever I five star on iTunes, like on Shuffle, and by just nature, a lot of that is video game music. Um, a lot of Elder Scrolls music, a lot of Sonic Adventure 2 music, which I, oh man, yeah. I love the soundtrack so much. Um, and a few other things. Uh, I've also been listening to a Spotify post recently that kind of, for some reason, on a lark, I was in the mood to like listen to kind of like punk rock, um, which is not a genre I typically listen to much at all. So I just um, found kind of a song in that genre and then said, create a playlist based on this song. And I've just been listening to that playlist a lot. And I, it's a genre that I can't decide if I like or not. And it always just reminds me mm-hmm. of playing Tony Hawk. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's it's been interesting getting getting into that world more than I have before. I feel like I don't like the genre, but I think it is likable. Yeah, like, I don't gonna, relate with it very yeah. much, but I really enjoy the sound of it a lot. It's of the time. fun and sometimes funny. It's like this yeah. weird. They like make an art of singing off key and weird and like kind of messy. It's like all the songs are messy, but in a purposeful way. Um, yeah, it serves the the game in a cool way. Yeah, that's when true. When it happens it's, in a, in something like Tony Hawk Pro Skating, it's it's something that really fits 
the theme of the game. So That's a good point. It fits the theme and you're like bailing out all the time and trying all this crazy stuff so that mm-hmm. kind of messy soundtrack really works for it. So Hanging out in a warehouse and yeah. doing whatever skateboarders do. I assume they just hang out in warehouses. Spray cans and do graffiti yeah. and whatnot. So that's been fun. Um, cool. Yeah, but that's most of what it's been. Just a Spotify playlist and, and some of the stuff in my, uh, my iPod. So going on to number uh, question two here. What is your history with Mario Kart? Well, for my part, I started at the beginning. Uh, my friend, when I was about seven years old or so, had an SNES. Now, by this time, the Nintendo 64 was released, and I bet Mario Kart 64 might have even been out there somewhere. But at the time, the friend who had Mario Kart had an older system. So I was introduced to lots and lots of battle mode. Um, uh, Super Mario Kart. Um, balloon popping, and when we would play, um, like the, the, mm. the cups, like the flower, fire flower cup or whatever, um, oftentimes what we would do is we would use teamwork. Because I, I didn't really like to compete that much. I've never been very competitive with video games. Um, back then it just kind of made me uncomfortable for some reason. I just, I don't know. Um, it was, why cause strife when we could, team up on the Koopa and win the day. Um, So I just remember hours in that basement trying to get us both in first and second place, teaming up (laughs) against the AI and winning like always. (laughs) It was really fun. Um, So that was like my very first introduction to Mario Kart, and it was a very good one. Yeah, yep. I I was never much one to play it on the SNES. And that's an interesting thing to interject here. Almost always our histories are the same. Right. Because we're brothers, and we did everything at the same time. But this that was, like, right at that point where you were playing video games a lot, and I was just a little bit younger and wasn't yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was an interesting, like, that SNES era is just something I missed. I started on the N64, but for some reason Mario Kart isn't one of the games we got on there. So it was really, like, uh, Double Dash that I started actually playing it consistently. It was the first one we owned. Yeah. So... That was my start to it. Uh, I've been really spotty with Mario Kart. Um, I enjoyed Double Dash quite a bit. Didn't love it. Honestly, the music in it wasn't my favorite part except for that Rainbow Road theme. Um, and then I, let me think, I played the DS1 a little bit. And then it was Mario Kart 8 that really got me back into the series. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's not been one of my like like mainstays where I get every game and play it. But I really enjoy the ones I have played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. what about you, Christoph? Uh, well, I, I started with the, the first, uh, opus of the series, uh, the uh, SNES game in, uh, like when I was 12 year old, uh, years old, uh, in 1993, I think. Uh, and yeah, I played it a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, uh, yeah, I have the same memories with battle modes and, uh-huh. and, uh, and the cups that we were playing with my, I have a, I have a little sister and we played a lot together trying to, uh, to get the cups by cooperating. The same yeah. that you, the same also. that you did. And, uh, after that, I, I got the MK64, uh, that I loved as well, but I played it perhaps, uh, less than the SNES game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, uh, I think a lot of people would, would point to, Mario Kart 64 as their favorite. Um, huh. I just, I don't personally relate with that. It was the first one, and then I kind of ignored Mario Kart for the most part, until, like you said, Brian, we got on the GameCube again. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Game Boy Advance one I've heard is good. You played that a little, right? Um, it is very good. And in fact, uh, I think the Game Boy Advance uh, version of Mario Kart has the best music save for Mario Kart 8. Right. Yeah. All right, then. Uh. Well, getting... Uh, I, I actually have, like, heard none of the music from that, except, you know, when they do those tracks in other games, so... It's real, it's, it's a league above others. Maybe we'll, huh. hopefully we'll have time to talk about it at some point, but, uh... That's cool. Just go on the internet and find the music for that game. It's really good. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. then. So, question number three, what do you like about Mario Kart music? I, I think I actually have, uh... I mean, I feel like I'm answering all these questions first. I'm very excited about Mario Kart. Let's go ahead. <laughs> but... Let's go ahead. I think that, to me... It's this feeling of these characters are usually out saving slash conquering the world. But this is the time when they can just kick back and just say, let's just do something for fun, guys. Let's sit around and tootle around in our Bowser and Mario (laughs) just go at it. The most terrible, violent thing that happens is someone falls off the track and the Lakitu is like, you, 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 and brings it back up. And it's okay. <laughs> um, no, the most terrible thing that can happen is getting hit with a blue shell when you're in first. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, that, that's the worst. That's true. <laughs> but there weren't blue shells back in the Super Mario Kart days, which is when I think this vibe was really um, established. That first soundtrack had this super laid-back... Um, sort of quality to it. It was just mm-hmm. like it was relaxed and there'd kind of be like these steel drums and like I feel like uh, there was an accordion in there somewhere. It was like just super chill and that's mm-hmm. kind of why I like Mario Kart. It's just it's just fun music. It's just fun to listen to and put you in the right mood. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's some very good reasons. I mean, I feel in Double Dash especially it moved from being chill to being zany. That's one reason I didn't care for Double Dash as much as I feel it really went on the zany part of Mario Kart. There were people screaming all the time and multiple people in every cart, and it was like, I feel 8, <laughs> it got a little bit hectic. It did. Um, I feel like 8 went back to Mario Kart being a little more jazzy again, and a little more like chill, and a little less um, crazy. I didn't play Wii, so maybe that did that as well. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, I agree with you that I really like it when it kind of, it's just about having fun. And actual fun, like Mario Party, which is often, like, stilted. You're forcing your friends to have fun, and they don't really want to be here, sort of fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and I find the soundtracks reflect that. Um, yeah, that's... Because it's kind of a party game. Like, I, out of curiosity, Christoph, do you... Like, historically, have you just played with, you know, like, with one person, or single player, or have you had, like, a room full of people playing Mario Kart before? Yeah, a room full of people. With that's, uh, that's and uh, like uh, exchanging uh, controllers uh, every every three games or so. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever played with more than four people at once, but when you can get at least four people in there, everything changes. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, what do you what do you, what do you think? Because you're you are the only person here who has had a lot of experience writing music. Brian's done a little bit. He does play the mm. guitar. But from kind of a composer standpoint, what do you what do you enjoy about the series music? Mm, the first thing that I like uh, about Mario Kart music is that uh, that's uh, Mario music, and Mario music is very um, it has a, a very particular signature with uh, sweet sounds. It's uh, a bit jazzy. It's um, it's a very special uh, way to uh, to write some soundtracks, I think. And Mario games all, all have uh, this sort of feeling. So this is 
one thing for which, for, for which I, I like the Mario Kart uh, series music. But then again, uh, in Mario Kart uh, games, the, the, the Mario music is a bit more energetic and overall it's faster paced than in right. normal Mario games. So it, it's, it goes a bit more uh, right up my alley because I'm, I'm, uh, Sort of more interested in rock music and you know right. uh, guitar-driven things and uh, uh, fast-paced music and stuff like yeah. that. So, like Mario so, Kart Eight, especially with the kind of rock and jazz theme, they really went all out in that. Yeah, and that and that's great. I've yeah, been waiting was... for that uh, for uh, quite a long time, so I was delighted to hear how what they did with the soundtrack. Oh man, yeah. me too. And that that's that's a really good point. Mario Kart 8 moved in that direction for sure. The first Mario Kart was on the SNES, and it shared so much DNA with Super Mario World. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of the the I mean, they're not actual instruments, but the in quotes, instruments they used were like pulled straight from that game. It had right. the same kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similarly, I think Mario Kart 8 is pulling from, you know, the Mario uh, 3D World or whatever, the kind of recent Mario which has gone, you know, more jazz and more uh, live instrumentation. Well, yeah. I, I will say though that the GBA version, and can, I don't know if you can hear that thunder, but there's a storm moving. Up yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the GBA version had jazz and electric guitars stuffed onto the Game Boy Advance, which is wonderful. That's really rad. Yeah, it was actually very similar to the Mario Kart 8 soundtrack. It was almost huh. as good in some ways. Wow, I have a hard time believing that, but hey, I haven't heard it. If it was orchestrated with with the with the live jazz band they got for Mario Kart 8, mm-hmm. I really think it'd be something special. Okay. Yeah, could be rad. They should do it at some point. Oh, that DLC. Be great. Well, I mean, they probably, yeah. <laughs> they probably did some of the songs. They did. They did do some of the songs. Um, yeah, because they I mean, were there so. were advanced courses. Were there? Yeah. Yeah. They there yeah. were. Some I don't know them. what they were. <laughs> so. Um, oh, and fun side note: uh, the uh, Super Circuit, the GBA version, mm-hmm. uh, it had some SNES courses because it used that sort of Mode Seven style. Um, like 2D oh. racing. Um, so yeah, that, that was the same gameplay. That's one reason because uh, for why I I, I, I love the the GBA version as well because it's it's it was sort of like replaying the SNES version. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the only reason I didn't play it more is because I didn't have an easy way to do multiplayer, which was mm, that's kind of necessary for Mario Kart in a lot of ways. I think the other thing I enjoy about Mario Kart music is because it's such a uh, freewheeling idea and yes i noticed i noticed the pun i noticed the pun um because it's such a freewheeling idea it can get so much variety in a soundtrack especially in eight like shy guy falls has like this um woodwind kind of sound to it and then they have like that acoustic relaxing song for that ranch level and then they'll have like a crazy jazz theme for another and they'll have tropical for another and like they can they jump around so rapidly between so many different things that you get such a Wide, wide range. Uh, yeah, yeah, such a wide range in the soundtrack. Exactly. That is super true. So, that's a really cool part. Um, so question number four, what do you not like about the Mario Kart soundtrack? <laughs> um, 
I can, I mean, for me, go ahead. Go right like ahead. I mentioned, double dash. Sometimes I think it gets a little bit just kind of hectic and scattered and doesn't always. Yeah, uh, I, I know. I I completely agree with that. Sometimes it it sacrifices, um, well thought out melody for something that will just get stuck in your head long enough to last the race. Yeah. Um, it, mm. Especially, yeah, Double Death did kind of too much. Like, <laughs> the song I always remember is the song from Baby Park. Oh, gosh. The level based on uh, Baby Mario and Baby <laughs> Luigi. It was like it was one just, oval. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, and it was just this, this song that would, like, loop every five seconds. <laughs> I'm listening to it now. Definitely play that in the background. <laughs> I will if I can find it. Um, yeah, the Double Dash theme even was kind of just loopy. And, uh, yeah, it just a lot of, like, whistling. We'll find it eventually. Um, it's like someone's just playing on his keyboard, hoping he gets a melody by the end of this. And I get that. Yeah. It's a it's a cartoon mascot racer. By all means, they have every right to be generic and zany. Um, mm-hmm. It's extraordinary that it so often isn't, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah. What do you think, Christoph? Anything that you don't quite care for in the style? Mm. Well, mm. usually what I don't like in, in one of the game soundtrack is when... There are some themes that I really love, like uh, Rainbow Road, some um, Mario Circuits ones. Right. And but there are times like uh, when the music is uh, is too much standalone for me. Like it's some music that you can really appreciate when it's taken off the game, and uh, you listen you listen to it separately. But when you you're racing, trying to get first and uh, you know, you've got this sort of pumping feeling, trying to uh, to get past your opponents and throwing uh, shells at them right. and stuff like that. And you get to hear uh, this uh, joyful um, Koopa Beach theme or whatever. It's sometimes I get the feeling that it's it's not perfectly fit for a, a racing uh, setting. It would be. Uh, it will be cool for some, you know, some traveling scene or something like that. But when you're racing, it's and there is a lot of action, and hmm. there Good are point. some tracks. I, I think there uh, some tracks work uh, better than others, and yeah, it's I not always the the same. And so in that that uh, when you look at things that uh, that way, it's it feels like the soundtrack. It's not very is not very consistent. Yeah, sometimes they get too into the environment they're writing for and don't really think about what's going on in the environment. Yes, um, yes. That's a good point. I hadn't considered that, but some of my favorite tracks from Mario Kart 8, honestly, don't necessarily fit the action that's going on. So, um, Yeah, it's like you, could, uh, you can take the music off and listen to it when you're not playing the game, and mm-hmm. the music is great. Honestly, it's, it's great. It's one of the highest quality music you could find uh, in, uh, in Mario yeah. Kart games. But... When you you're racing, there are some tracks that just don't fit the the mm-hmm. fact that you're racing. Well, like that's a good it, point. I mean, familiar. Okay, this is. I was about to say this in such a serious tone. <clears throat> are you familiar? Are you familiar with the <laughs> Moo Moo Meadows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's a beautiful. Um, I love it. Work so uh, much. It's just lovely. It must be fiddles or something they're using.
it's just wondrous, but it almost seems like it'd be fit for some kind of green grand fields that you're racing across in some RPG or something. It's like, it almost doesn't fit, you know, Bowser stuffing himself into a tiny little carton, throwing a split yeah. at you, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, uh, something else that I noticed, and it kind of goes along with these more intricate melodies, especially when, like, playing multiplayer, I can't even hear the music over all the noise of the game. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to get the sound scrape uh, right in in racing games because of mm-hmm. of the engines that Especially are uh, in blasting off uh, yeah. all the time. Because in multiplayer, multiple sounds are playing for both players, and they're like stacking it off of each other. So when you're playing in multiplayer, you basically can't hear the music, which is a shame. And I'm really disappointed they have no options in the menu to turn sound effects down and music up, which is really confusing to me. And made it. We, we yeah. got we we essentially pre-ordered the game because we heard the soundtrack. Yeah. And we're so excited. We're like, we have to play this. It's time to get back into Mario Kart. And we were <laughs> jazzed to get going to hear the jazz, ironically. Yep. Um, and we were playing a course, and we couldn't hear the music. We were, like, trying to, like, <laughs> slow down and not use items and stuff in our ears just to hear it. And <laughs> so it turned yeah. out what we, we had to do. There were no options. We would just finish a race, and then we'd hit replay. And then we turn off all the sound effects for the replay and just listen to the music and be like, oh, this is amazing. All right, next <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's some of, the, some of the troubles Mario Kart has with their music. But It's been a very up it. and down series musically. For sure. Um, um, question number five, what's your favorite Mario Kart soundtrack? Eight. I mean, I have to go with eight. Eight. <laughs> it, it swooped right in there for me. Um, Christoph, what about you? Is it, has eight uh, crowned the entire series for you yet? Uh, I'm not sure because yeah, when we when you you speak of quality of uh, live instruments recording, uh-huh. yeah, Mario Kart 8 is is far uh, above the others. But when you consider uh, the the melodies and uh, the yeah the composition, the compositions and stuff like that, I think. Um, there are some other games in the series that that uh, had a very good sound tra- soundtrack. So it's very hard to to pick one. I love the the SNES version because of the the credits theme. Oh my gosh, that's just the loveliest and happiest yeah. of songs. It's it's uh, and that that theme never was never remixed or anything in later games. Huh. That's weird. And I then there is the the Rainbow Road in Mario Kart 64. Mm-hmm. This one was remixed a lot, but there is uh, the Rainbow Road of the SNES version as well. That is very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I think actually Super Mario Kart um, is probably my second favorite soundtrack. Um, it, it could be the nostalgia talking, but I'm I about really... to say so far your favorite soundtracks are like in order of your favorite games. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, you still I, like Super Mario. He plays, I don't plays a lot, I think. At all here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's definitely true for me in that I've not played or listened enough to like examine the soundtracks in a deeper level. So it's mostly just like Mario Kart 8 sounds the best to me, so it's my favorite. Um, but right. I think the instrumentation really puts me at the top. If I listened to how it was composed and compared it to others, I might come with a different if, opinion. For example, if the Super Circuit, uh, if I if Super Circuit was the game I had grown up playing. There's yeah. a very high chance that would be my favorite soundtrack. Like, yeah, it's just I mm-hmm. I listened to it after the fact. I'm like, this is great, but I don't know. I, I heard it once, <laughs> so there's not a lot of attachment. 
Yeah, exactly. Admittedly. I think I think on on Super Secret there's the Bowser Castle uh, music that uh, sounded very rock and or perhaps even metal, and I I was uh, str- uh, struck by it when I heard it the first time. I think. So yeah. Have you, have you covered it or thought about covering it? No, 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 no. But um, who knows? Perhaps in the future. I don't know. That would because yeah. I was I was browsing through the soundtrack last night. Um, which is honestly where I where I heard the bulk of the music because I barely played any of the game. And that was the song that stuck out for me on that particular game. I was just... Brian, you should go look that up. The, the, it's probably the best Bowser's Castle in any of the games. It just has this rocking melody to it and does things... <laughs> oh, it's better than the uh, Mario Kart 8 because I was so happy to hear that one. Oh, that was great, but it's like it's the same thing. It might have a better melody, though. I don't know. Hmm. I just love in Mario Kart 8 how they went back to having a mix of, like, jazzy big band and rock for Bowser. That is such a good combination for that character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I really appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad to hear they got another good one in uh, But, of Super course, in Super Circuit, I'm biased because he's using my favorite instrument of all time, which is fake Game Boy Advance guitars. <laughs> Those are so good. <laughs> I love that little. <laughs> Has Vert ever done a soundtrack for like Game Boy style, Game Boy Advance? I don't know. He should. Yeah. I think he could do great things. He probably could. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's that and game. Fake Whoa! Game I did not know Intelligent Systems made Super Circuit. Wait, what? Intelligent Systems made Super Circuit. They apparently. did. I think. Are you? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Wow! Yeah. I didn't know that either. That's huh. so cool. <laughs> they got so some cool right. proposals for that game as well. It's really yeah. a game worth looking into. Too bad it sold so terribly. <laughs> yeah, you got it as part of the ambassador program thing, right? I did, since I got the early 3DS. Yeah. Um, and I sent all, sent out the free GBA games and NES games. So, yeah. So that was neat. That's cool. Alright, so it looks like Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8, and Christoph, you don't have like a firm favorite? Mm, no, 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 no real fav- favorite because yeah. uh, I have uh, one favorite theme in each soundtrack, but there, <laughs> okay. there is not, uh, there is no soundtrack that I like more than the others. So, what's your favorite uh, theme in eight? In eight, it has to be all. Oh, there are perhaps two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, one of them is cheating. Uh, uh, the Rain- Rainbow Road uh, remix that you hear in the um, Rainbow Road on uh, Thunder Cup. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, yeah. This one, this one, it's it's just uh, takes you by the guts. It's uh, when when you uh, you start racing uh, at the beginning of the of the circuit. Uh, it's like uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's like fireworks. Yeah, the whole circuit is like fireworks, and the music is as well. Yeah, I totally agree. That was just a a blast to hear. So which yeah. part was this exactly? Sorry? Which part did this play exactly? Um yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, Thunder Cup only. Okay. Uh the last race on uh, Thunder Cup. We're talking about Rainbow Road, right? Yes. Yeah, because there are two Rainbow Road uh circuits and the one in the special cup uh, doesn't have the same music it it has the uh, some music more in the same vein than uh, Mario Kart Wii or Mario Kart Double Dash I think mm-hmm. uh, okay yeah there are, there are a more spacey electronic uh things 
while uh, the Mario Kart uh, 8 Thunder Cup version of the Rainbow Road has something more uh, disco or jazzy. Mm-hmm. Don't know. And there, something very reminiscent uh, to the the N64 version. So it's it's really it really strikes you by nostalgia. It's uh, oh, it's yeah. very efficient that way. But then again, mm, <laughs> there is a new theme in Mario Kart 8 that I like a lot and that I may cover uh, in the near future, and that's uh, Mount Wario. Oh yes, I was going to choose that one. Uh, yeah, you get you you get you get what I mean when you're you're uh, uh, in the last segment of the the circuit and you're on this uh, steep uh, part of the circuit when you're al- almost getting uh, to the finish line mm-hmm. and it's it's a uh, it's a straight line to the finish and everybody is throwing shells at each other and there are bumps and not not that much uh, not that many um uh, uh, slopes but uh-huh. yep, yeah right. the music at that at that particular time it's very epic it just it just goes and goes and that whole course is awesome because it's just, all three laps are different because it's going further and further down yeah 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 that that course just blew me away and the music was so long and so intricate and, and with that instrumentation action. like there's this whole big band just going at it but then there's this I think it, again it must have been like a fiddle or something just yeah. furiously working in the background and it's like yeah. man <laughs> this this is so far beyond what we've seen before yeah uh, that one is yeah. really high for me as well I also loved the uh, how it played with the course the um, cloud top cruise where it would change the music when you went into the dark clouds and then when you came out yeah, of the bright yeah, galaxy that, that was a great idea yeah that really this one is awesome I love that they're matching their music to the play in their games more. That's always yes. super fun. Yes, so. sure. That's super I, it's fun. just a shame that they haven't announced any kind of official release for that soundtrack. I know! Get on it, Nintendo! Yeah. Put so much work into this and you can't even hear it when you're playing the game. I you, Exactly. <laughs> like, there needs to be an easier way. Um, I mean, Nintendo's getting better about announcing or uh, releasing soundtracks. Mm-hmm. They did it for Pokemon. Um, which is a good start. But yeah, exactly. Come on, I'm sure there would be lots and lots of people who would want to buy the newest Mario Kart soundtrack. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I would hope so, at least. I agree. Question number six. What makes you notice the music in Mario Kart while playing, and how noticeable do you think it should be? For me, I mean, I think I just touched on this kind of inadvertently a second ago. When it goes, when it changes with the track, that is something that really makes it stand out. Yeah, you notice when you plunge into the water and the music changes. It mm-hmm. feels like the music is enhancing your racing experience rather than just being BGM or, you know, background music. Yeah, just kidding. Elevator music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elevator music, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that also a point you touched on earlier, Christoph, when the song doesn't really match the 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 racing atmosphere it kind of has a tendency to not really feel connected or noticeable it's just kind of there yeah yeah so. that's kind of interesting I I look to the other um big cart uh cart racer that came out somewhat recently uh Sonic Racing Transformed or whatever it's called the Sega <laughs> racer um 
And that song, or that that game, does not have uh, the same caliber of music um, mm-hmm. as Mario Kart 8, not nearly. But they, all of the songs have been remastered to fit a consistent racing atmosphere. There are drums or um, like fast-paced uh, orchestral tunes or even dubstep to keep you um, moving at all times. Um, yeah, it's like it's really good at that. It's like a breathless pace from start to finish. Um, very electronic. And it might have been more successful than Mario Kart in that sense. It's also just a faster and you know cooler game. Mario Kart's kind of like the, the silly mm-hmm. kart racer, but um, mm. it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah, I mean, I think the live instrumentation is something else that made the music stand out a lot more. Oh, yes. uh, really take notice of it, because the music doesn't feel like it's just... Um, and Mario Kart eventually kind of felt like it was just there. You knew what to expect every time. It was going to be just playing. But I think when they, uh, when they really re-looked at how they were going to do things, that helped make it a lot more noticeable. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the, there is the, there is the fact, uh, as well that uh, since uh, the, the engine sound effects are, are always on, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's pretty hard to, uh, to get to listen to the music. So, um, you only notice it when, like you said, there is something that changes because you're going underwater or, uh, or it may be because just at a particular moment, like I, like I said about the Mount Wario one, mm-hmm. uh, there is that part of the music that really matches, uh, the, the, that, that, uh, that time when you're uh, running at, uh, against an opponent or something. And there it's like the music it's in, is in perfect sync with you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when you get, you get to say, "Oh, the music is awesome! I'm I'm pumped! I'm going to get first!" And uh, you get you get what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that that's a hundred percent right because it's when you feel like, in in a sense, the game and the music are cooperating with each other and you. And I mean, the point of the a, same page. Yeah, the point of a game yeah. soundtrack is to provide basically a. It should be playing to what you're doing. Um, and typically, the easiest way to implement that is just to play it so it matches the environment you're in. But like, it'd be awesome if Mario Kart music could get to the point where, like, if you're hit by an item, a big flare of the horns happens. But and man, if you that. do that, what happens with split screen? I know that's the big problem. Is it would be like <laughs> the music would become chaos. <laughs> it's, it's already pushing it because, like, if I'm on the top screen, the music is changing when I'm going underwater. Yeah, not when you're going underwater. Which that's a good point. Disconnects one of us, which is a bummer. That is a good yeah, point. unavoidable, unfortunately. And Mario Kart yeah. Online just isn't the same. Like it works really well, I love it, but it's just not the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Uh, question number seven: What's something you'd like to see Mario Kart music try that it hasn't yet? Oh, I should have thought about this question <laughs> before we started. <laughs> same. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it already kind of made my dreams come true by taking this. Like live jazz band. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, okay, well, we'll go with the easy answer. Have Vert compose a soundtrack. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, chiptune music. Yes. Yeah, that would actually be super awesome. Chiptune Mario Kart music. All right, I'm going to think of something to get off the top of my head. Um, okay. All right, how about this? How about if a, a Mario Kart game chose four distinctive zones? Like, this is a huge green growing mountain, and this is a cavernous, uh, like, volcano world. And all of the courses were split into these different four environments. 
And so okay. you'd have to have, like, four different volcano levels. And one would be like, this is, you're driving out of the volcano and flying through the air. And this one, you're way deep under the volcano, and it's all dark, and there are hot lava rocks falling on your head. And each, each zone had its own, like, genre of music. So, like, you have, um, like, rock for the volcano or whatever. Um, and each separate course within that zone would take a different, would have a different take on that genre of music. So each one would have a different melody, but they'd all be in the same realm. That's what I like from Trident. Mm, yeah, yeah. That, that is work. an interesting idea, yeah, because they sometimes they can kind of rest on the idea that, hey, it's a different environment, so just make this style, but having to, like, Because you couldn't just experiment. say, this is a jungle, so this is the level of tribal drums, and we'll move on. You'd have to say, well, you've got to make four jungle songs, so they have to have identities of their own beyond just jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved in Mario Kart 8 where they just did the, like, Jungle Japes theme for, for their jungle level. Wait, they- <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. They did? Yeah, you don't remember that? That was, uh, they did the Donkey Kong melody. I don't Mario remember Kart this. Why don't yeah, I remember this? Yeah, totally played. You heard it. Um, it was really good. Wait, let me look this up. <laughs> I am confused. This sounds amazing. Yeah, it was Mario Kart 8? Head horns. Yeah, Mario Kart 8. I don't know what the level is called. All right, well. I'll see if I can find it That's for you. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, DK <laughs> Jungle. I guess I'm just crazy. Okay. Yo. Wait, was it the, the Thwomp Ruins? No, it's DK Jungle. It might be a song from Mario Kart 7, but I think they remixed it. Let me see this. Oh, you're like, right. You know? Yeah. You're right. I'm remembering yeah. this now. Mm-hmm. I don't really like this rendition very much, though. It's not wonderful. Um, I like that they use this melody, but I think they went a little too fast with it. And it, the horn doesn't sound great. Yeah, it's good. It's just for some reason no one seems to be able to match the David Wise original. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just right. That's it's tough. Well, we had an entire episode on that song. So. Yeah. So, Christoph, if you want to hear us talk for an hour about that one song, not <laughs> our last episode. Even not that forgetful. <laughs> the original. Yep. All right. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to think things I would want to see Mario Kart do that it hasn't. Um. I mean, Vert. Like, are there any styles of music that they haven't that they haven't tried yet that you think? Would be I mean, good? they've really covered a lot of ground. That's very uh, true. Yeah, they, I, I think there is something they have yet to do. What's that? Yeah, um, something like uh, going all epic and orchestra, like uh, in Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. That would be interesting. And and you could have lots of uh, Mario Galaxy themed levels as well, just to ease you into it. Yeah, what about like yeah. a Mario Kart game that all takes place in space on all the different planets, and you like have the gravitational planet hopping, and that could be really cool. That would be really fun. Yeah, all, yeah, right. all, all the circuits would be Rainbow Road based. Oh yeah, just like a whole game of Rainbow Roads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would actually—that's what people want. So yeah, here you exactly. Go. <laughs> We're gonna do orchestral That'd remixes really of every Rainbow Road theme. And okay, well, at the very least, in my super complex four different zones, one of them can be space, so we'll make a compromise. There you go. Make them all. Uh, yeah, all. I, I, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can work together. <laughs> then again, perhaps they could mix it at some point. Since now they, they've gone all uh, uh, gravity-less and, and mm-hmm. stuff, they could, at, at this point they could mix it with uh, F-Zero. <gasps> oh, that's such a good idea! Like Mario and Captain Falcon in the same game. 
Yeah, yeah. In the same cart, go double dash style. So they're jumping back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Mario pilots the Blue Falcon and, yeah. and, <laughs> oh, wow. and goes uh, like uh, 1,000 kilometers an hour. And then they're racing Sonic, just running. <laughs> He's oh. in a cart. Yep. <laughs> or maybe just bring back Sonic Drift. That had some... No, that was... The, Sonic Drift was the dumbest game, because, like, the fastest video game character ever got in a cart and started racing. So, <laughs> it's... It's it's so... He, it would be cheating otherwise. It's okay. I, I, He's, oh, a, it, He's a good sport. Dude, dumb. Um, but yeah, F-Zero, that's... It's also just a bad game. F-Zero is a series that um, I wish I had more familiarity with. Um, it has very good music, but I... I barely know any. But it was really interesting how it, like, even on the, even the SNES, or it might have been the Game Boy, they, they made the graphics simplistic to a degree. Or no, it was in 64 version. They kept the graphics simplistic to a degree that they could hit 60 frames a second consistently. That, that's my favorite version of the series, actually. And that's really cool to me. And I watched some gameplay, and it's super noticeable. And that back then, you know, so many racing games, when they throw, throw a split screen and everything, they kind of just throw away the frame rate if it's not on an arcade. Yeah. Um, but that they, I mean, the graphics are really simple looking, but that sense of speed you get seems totally worth it. So, I thought yeah. that was cool. SRO music is also interesting. I need to and the it. music, yeah, the music. Of metal and, and speedy mm-hmm. stuff and very racing uh, oriented music. Yeah, it keeps that. It keeps that. Uh, it's something normally Sega's a lot better at than Nintendo, but they, they got it with... um. They got it with F-Zero for sure. Well, Sega yeah. did publish their GameCube edition. Wait, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I, yeah, Sega like developed it. It was like one of their arcade, right, um, studios, I think. That's really interesting. Yeah. Cool. And I, this is kind of a side note, but I really feel like Mario Kart 8 would fit well in an arcade. Like, the yeah. thing about those menus and the, the, the way it looks and drives and it's just Very so simple. shiny. It mm-hmm. just feels like the kind of game arcade you game. just Say, oh, okay, I gotta play that first, and then I'm. And then there's the giant racing wheel you can use. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I think there is a a knockout version of uh, of Mario Kart. I I can't remember the name, but I think there is one, and it really looks like Mario Kart Eight, actually. Oh, that's interesting. There you go. Because when you first say knockoff version of Mario Kart, I just think, wait, are we talking about Sonic Drift again? We're talking (laughs) Kong Racing. I, I just found out today that Diddy Kong Racing was composed by David Wise. I didn't, that was another thing. Yeah, I think he was at least involved in it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. interesting. That was like one of his last projects for Rare, I think. Um, but I have to look that up. I actually played more Diddy Kong Racing than I did Mario Kart 64, so maybe that Yes, me as well. The game was interesting. Um, so, final question here. What have you been working on? In other words, plug any projects you want to talk about. Well, let's let's allow Christoph, our guest, to start off with. What? Are you yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, well, I've I've just finished uh, and published two two albums that I have been working on uh, the first half of this year. One of those is called Prime Legacy. It's a, a fictional soundtrack to a shooting game. Mm-hmm. Very very um, cool, from what I've heard. Yeah, so by thanks, fictional thanks. soundtrack. Do you mean like the game is not an actual game, or like yeah, is it... it doesn't exist. The, yeah. the game doesn't exist. It's uh, it's only uh, some some piece of game that I imagined, and and uh, yeah, I, like I came up with a, a story, and uh, That's I super cool. 
I just pictured the game in my head while I was composing, trying to figure out what what each stage of the game would be like, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's the that's the spirit behind the the soundtrack. Yeah. Have you tried doing it before? Or is this your first time doing that? Uh, first time. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, and what's the second album? Uh, yeah, the second album is uh, well unsealed. Uh, my, um, I, I remade my uh, 2005 uh, Mega Medley from uh, Zelda: A Link to the Past. Yeah, that is that and is I, a crazy song. So wait, you're remixing <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, your yeah. remix? Yeah, I redid it. Meta! Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I look forward so to now there is a 2014 version. That's awesome. That sounds great. Uh, like, what sort of style is it? Like a chiptune style or? Uh, no, no, it's uh, uh, it's uh, really like the, the old version, but uh, I remastered it, I re-recorded it uh, in in full. Like uh, I played the guitar better, and ah. I uh, I changed a few parts in the song. There are some. If you are familiar with the whole version, there are some some sections that uh, might strike you, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, other than that, the song is uh, pretty much the same as it was. How long of a song is it? Uh, it's one minute uh, longer than the original. Uh, it's 20 minutes longer. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a, wild, it's a wild ride. <laughs> I imagine it's pretty satisfying to go back to old work and like make it how you want it to be now. Because sometimes when, when you get a lot more experience to look back at old work and say, man, I could do that so much better now. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I, why I, I, I went back and, and redid it. Mm-hmm. It's like a measure of how much progress you've had since you did something. It's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Is, and is, uh, is the new version the one that went up and it was your mix? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. Wow. <laughs> so that's people a- might have already seen that because... Um, I mean, OC remixes. I'm like there constantly. It's <laughs> like, oh, whoa, wait, I know the song. That's cool, and it's on OC remix now. So, yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, so, has it mostly been those two albums for you recently? Sounds yeah, like that's that's uh, for the first half of the, of the year, and now the second half, I have plenty of stuff uh, planned. Uh, more games uh, remixes. Mm-hmm. Like I have one uh, for very soon. Uh, it's a, uh, a cover of the Ryu theme from Street Fighter 2. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And uh, there are well a few others that that are planned, but I I can't. I don't know if I can't uh, speak of them because uh, there are for albums, and those albums are I think they are uh, secret for now, so I mm-hmm. can't speak. But yeah, I've got I've got like uh, ten ten game remixes in my bingo list for now. So I I, I think I'll be pretty busy for the next uh, the the next months this year. That's fantastic. It really sounds like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I do want to put this out here that um, I think for all you listeners out there, please do go check out some of Christoph's music because it's some of the best guitar work I've heard in the remix scene. It's honestly like. It's uh, kind of- <laughs> one of those, one of those, like, it's very rare to find people as consistent as you, though. Like, you know, it, yeah, I'll listen to the whole album and I'll be like, yep, there's not like a dud in here. These are all, like, at the same level of polish. <laughs> and I just, it's, it's very cool stuff. So definitely check it out. Random Thank you. Memories is the thing I downloaded. Um, I think you can find it on your website. Yeah, yeah. And wait. Pretty much everything is freely down- downloadable, so. 
help yourself, you you can go grab it and and listen to uh, to it uh, as much as you want. That's great. So so where can people find you on the internet? Like Twitter, website. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, on Twitter at uh, at carbohydrom and on Facebook at uh, Carbohydro Music and uh, on YouTube uh, Carbohydro Music as well. And uh, yeah, awesome. I have two two websites. One for my uh, composing activities, mm-hmm. uh, carbohydromusic.com, and then the remixing uh, hub where you can find all my game remixes for free. Uh, carbohydrom.net. Okay, so kind of two sets of the coin there. That's really cool. So that is uh, carbohydrom. So that'll be C A R B O H Y D R O M for people who want to look that up on Twitter. Yep. So and yeah, and from Twitter you can find his websites. It'll all be on our show notes as well. So right, you can cool. look there. All right, uh, that'll wrap it up. Then, Stephen, are we working on anything fun right now? Uh, boy, are we. Um. Not only do we have this video game music podcast going, which has been great recently. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, you, you, yeah, it you is. You have to agree with us. <laughs> um, I've been paid. I've been paid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever we, French money is, we give them a lot of that. We've also had some very interesting, funny, and stupid episodes of Disembodied Voices, our video game. Uh, non. Yeah, well, we were recording one of those tonight. That'll go up on We recorded three podcasts today. Yeah, well, we're going to, yeah. We're going to. This um, is our second, for sure. And lastly, we have a project that has been in the works for two months or so now. Um, yeah. And we, whatever, I'll just say it now. I hope it actually goes through. Um, <laughs> we recorded a pilot of it this week. It's not going to go up because it was purely a test subject, but we really liked it. And we are going to record a real episode um, probably the week this goes up. So that could come out soon, which could yeah. be really exciting. It's something different. It's not even video game related. So go to whalesorwhales.com to find out more about that. Yep, that's going to be super rad. We have a new um, it's going to, we've kind of worked with our pool from Disembodied Voices on a lot of shows, but we actually have a new co-host for that show who's going to be yes. coming on a lot of our panelists I should say. And I'm hosting it again because I apparently host everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, pilot went really well. We probably won't be putting that up, but we will be recording another episode and putting that up. So that's going to be cool. So yeah, lots to work on in that, in that regard. Um, and that's about it. Um, for train station eight stuff, you can find us on Twitter at train station eight. Um, email us at train station eight at gmail.com. We are a production of whales or whales. Uh, so you can find our website on whales or whales.com. Find all our shows there. Check us out on Twitter at whales or whales. Um, and that'll about do it for us this week. Uh, so I believe so. Oh, a new thing I wanted to start doing. Um, okay. Go to our website or many other social media places where you can find us and answer the eight questions yourself. Like, oh, yeah. one of Good them, point. two of them, all of them. Like, we want to hear what your Marty Hart history is and what your favorite. Uh, yeah, that's is. a great idea. Um, that is yeah. a super great idea. And we, we may to... even be able to get to the point where we put up our outlines ahead of time and then read off listener submissions on at the end of the show. Yeah, so if you think that would be fun, you should let us know um, because we like you. You are our listeners. Yeah, exactly. So on that note, you know, check us out on iTunes, just train station eight, leave us reviews, make sure you find the newer feed that will have this episode up. We're working on getting the older one down. So yeah, that'll do it. Everyone have a great week and say goodbye to the monkey porter. <laughs>